Hi, this is Anita from the Global Trade Gal or from the blog Mindoro. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about something about which my company we deal with, of course, is with furniture. And those of you that know me know that I work in the home decor and furniture industry. But in particular, we're going to talk about copyright or we're going to talk about copyright for furniture designs. I want to say that I have a master's degree in Chinese law and I did study some copyright, patent and trademark law. But I'm not a lawyer, nor have I ever been a lawyer. So if you really have a question about copyright, trademark, or patent, please do consult a lawyer who deals with this every single day, because this actually can be a very complicated law. And your laws change from country to country, from place to place. And looking to copyright something, you should talk to a specific lawyer. But I can give you a few little basics about the law which can help you to understand a little bit better. Copyright law, you know, can be different in each country. So if you want to have your design copyrighted in the U.S., you should talk to a U.S. copyright lawyer. You can do it in the U.S. But before we can answer the question is whether or not you should copyright your furniture design, you need to first understand a little bit about the law. Copyright is as the name implies. It's a legal right for the property owner to be able to copy or reproduce the product. So copyright is the right to copy or reproduce something. So the exclusivity of that right is given to the copyright owner to recreate and reproduce the work. Copyright registration helps to protect the creation of original works of art. And that is one of the main things with copyright is that term original works of art. In other words, it must be something which is original, independent, and not a duplicate of anything. It needs to be known as an original work of art. In the United States, copyright law can protect anyone whose work is considered an original work of art. The copyright can also be legally registered. But if you want to bring a case against somebody for copying you, you can only do so if you have proper copyright registration. Also, here's a list of things that, you know, the copyright law does not protect. Product ideas, discoveries, concepts, theories, brand names, logos, slogans, domain names, titles, speech, musical score, and designs considered functional or useful articles. So this is where it becomes a little complicated for those looking for furniture or fashion or, or you know, things like that. This is where it gets complicated because a lot of those, uh, you know, clothing um, and, you know, and furniture can be considered useful articles. So this is where you have to really understand this. Another thing to understand, too, about copyright law is that it must be in a tangible form. In other words, it can be a design, but the design must be on paper, can be printed out from a computer, but it needs to be, you know, some kind of tangible form. In other words, it just can't be in your head and you just say like, oh, that was my idea and they stole my idea. It has to actually be something that's tangible. I want to go back a minute and talk about the useful articles or the functional designs. So they could be, you know, things I've talked about, clothes, appliances, furniture. That means that a copyright for a useful article, the ornamental design can be protected, but the object itself 
is not if it's considered a useful article. So in other words, you can design a chair and you can copyright the ornaments of the chair, but you can't copyright the chair. I know it can get kind of confusing, but the reason is because the chair is considered a useful article. If you've invented a new kind of chair and it's really new and it's really like a great chair and it you know, maybe raises up and lifts down, then you can do that under the patent and not the copyright protection. You know, as soon as the design is put in a tangible form, the copyright is brought into action. So it should be put into some kind of tangible form. In other words, like I said before, it just can't be an idea. Copyright protection is to help ensure that creative people can make money off of their designs. And the copyright's valid for the lifetime of the designer plus 70 years after their death. This is for any work which has been created after 1978. As a copyright creator holds exclusive rights to the design, they don't sell to another person. And this gives them the right to reproduce. But it does not give you the right to bring a claim against somebody unless the copyright is registered. There's a very interesting case in the furniture industry which kind of explains this a little bit better. If you'd like to find out more about the case, I have a link to an article of it in my blog that you can put the link uh, for you to be able to see. In 2010, the U.S. Court of Appeals put a judgment that was done with universal furniture against Calazon Europa USA for copyright infringement involving two of their collections that they had. In this case, the court focused on the originality of Universal's design to see whether or not there was a breach of the copyright. And the Universal hired a designer called uh, Stephen Russell. And he was able to really show the court and how he had taken inspiration from all of these, you know, antiques and other old things. And he brought them all together and he created them to make this ornamental design for this furniture. And he was really had his documentation and everything down to show that he had made an artistic um, changes and that he had an, what was considered to be an original work of art. And so actually, um, Calizoni Furniture Europa, they lost this case and it went to Universal. And there's a couple of things that we can learn from this. One is that the design process, that Russell was able to show significant evidence that the design was the original work. He had um, documented his design process and could clearly show the courts this. And this really is one of the important aspects of this. A simple way that a designer can do this is to date all their designs and to really show the courts that their design is an original work of art. The other thing which they did in this case is that they rightfully focused on the ornamental aspects of the furniture and not on the furniture itself. The reason is because furniture, if you remember what we talked about before, is considered a useful article. So instead, they focus on the ornamental features, which can be copywritten. And so the court ruling said that the ornamental features were similar, like a belt buckle design. The design of the buckle is not necessary for the function of the belt, but as an ornament, it can be copyrighted.
This landmark case reminds you know all designers and everyone that wants to know if their furniture can be copyrighted, that they must first understand the copyright law, and then they must focus on the design aspects or the ornamental aspects under that law. So that's where it is. Yes, your furniture can be copyrighted. Yes, you can copyright things as clothing, other things, but you need to be careful in what you copyright and how you copyright it. Again, it comes back to what I've said many times. If you want to look to copyright something, spend the money, take the time, talk to a copyright, trademark, and patent expert who will be able to help you with this and will be able to be able to guide you through this entire process. Thank you so much for listening. This is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. We hope you've enjoyed our podcast and we'd love to have you subscribe and be part of our community. And if you have any questions or want to um, be able to create, develop, or manufacture home decor products in Asia, we would love to talk to you. Thank you so much for listening.